Welcome to The Real Deal Report, the next level of independent news. Hi, everybody. I am Mike Barra, one of the hosts for The Real Deal Report. This is a special Real Deal Report weekend special. It's a special weekend special. Special weekend edition. My guest today is Candace Whitelight, my friend and mentor and helper and knower of all things Schumann residents. Or Schaumann? Schumann? Candace? It's Schumann. Otto mm. Schumann, yeah. And it's my uh, group on Facebook is Frequency of the Earth. Frequency of the Earth. Okay, well, that's awesome. Good, good. Um, and everybody, if you've never been there, it's great. She tracks the Schumann residents all the time. Before we get to that, I wanted to ask you, um, I wanted to get to some breaking news and current events. Just happened this week, earlier in the week, that um, Tom Hanks was declared, and his wife were declared citizens of Greece. And my first thought was, oh, well, that keeps him, you know, one step ahead of Interpol anyway. And, um, you know, there is a lot of rumors that he's been involved in child trafficking. There's rumors he's dead. There's rumors that he's being hunted like a dog, that he's already been arrested, that he has an ankle bracelet on. And, you know, I have seen some pictures of ankle bracelets, what they really look like. And some of the bulges in his pants and Ellen's pants sure do look like their ankle bracelets. But anyway, I wanted to get your comments about Tom Hanks suddenly becoming a citizen of Greece. Well, it's it's all a, a movie, I think. Um, he's really uh, kind of one of those slippery characters that emerged uh, right off the top in terms of their uh, hunting for him for his indiscretions with children. And I don't think any of that has changed. Um, He's were they, probably been sought were they children? ever since. And, were they children or were they teenagers? I mean, I think there's some difference, but what, what were they little children? I mean, what do you know about them? Well, I think that being an actor in Hollywood these days just gives you access to just about anything that you'd want. Mm -hmm. And the real key was that he was um, pegged with uh, using adrenochrome and he got the COVID right off the top. Right. So this is the uh, the big secret i suppose that has gotten out is that um the uh covid virus that was formed in wuhan was where they were also um manufacturing what they call the synthetic adrenochrome and that particular product you can find on wayfair amazingly enough mm -hmm. and uh it was uh sold in lieu of the um the amount of real adrenochrome that has basically gone to zero because of our efforts in terms of um, creating a, uh, a decrease in the amount of it that has been created over the last six months. So it's uh, it was pretty obvious that he right off from the top was consuming that. And that's enough for me that uh, it's, it's his involvement in that particular uh, horrid, you know, SRA that uh, is really the the byproduct of a lot of the LA actors and actresses. And uh, they've been, you know, in LA, they've had a, a satanic ritual um, program for many, many years. 
and uh, it was, you know, it, you you can couldn't get any worse. I yeah, mean, I mean, you know, look, it's it's got to be incredibly tempting, you know, to be in that kind of an environment where everything's at your fingertips, any drugs you want, any sex you want, any girls you want. But I mean, look, you know, look, there we've all seen we've all seen sixteen-year-old girls that look twenty or twenty-one. We've all seen fourteen-year-old girls that look close to 18. And, and that's, that's one thing, but actual children, little children, little boys and girls who haven't even hit puberty yet. That's still, that's still crazy. That's still a sickness. That's, that's, I mean, you've got to really, you, it's not just that you're being tempted. You've got to be actively demented, I think, to engage in that kind of behavior. Yeah. It's, uh, the process of of being an actor in hollywood is is really quite uh quite a bit of of history that goes into this um i know several child actors that uh basically grew up there and started in the industry very early one of them being corey feldman and he amazingly enough has survived to today and actually has told the story of what goes on, you know, behind the scenes. And this is not just about, you know, a kind of a, uh, a pastime of people. This is done with a will because that's how they, they control these children is they lure them in and then they basically, um, you know, give them lots of money and drugs and everything else they could use. And uh, then they basically tell them what they have to do. It's a, um, you know, the casting couch is a thing of the past. This is now what uh, they've been doing for quite a while, which is is uh, 10 times worse. And of course it is the case that a lot of them <laughs> did uh, die, you know, River Phoenix and Corey's good friend, Corey Haim, and uh, you know, the two Corys that yeah, came the, out. The little tried girl to, from Poltergeist, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you can just go on and on and yeah. uh, it's, uh, so it's now it's now gone from the casting couch, which theoretically would be adult females or males, whatever your preference is. You know, we all John, John Travolta supposedly famously said you have to have sex with you know old Jewish men if you're going to be a famous actor in Hollywood, um, and and then progressed, I suppose, to, to teenagers and and people like, but now it's children. And it just gets sicker and sicker and darker and darker. And um, I mean, do you see any way out for Hanks or do you think that they're really after him? I mean, I, I did check. There is, an, there is an extradition treaty between Greece and the U.S. Um, but do you see any? I mean, so I don't know that that is going to protect him, but maybe he'll use the Greek citizenship to move on and get citizenship somewhere else and renounce his U.S. citizenship or something. I mean, do you see any way out for him or is he going to be exposed? I think that there's there's an end game here that will take all of them down. I mean, there's uh, there is a process that some of them are going through that they're spilling the beans. I mean, particularly when you talk about um, you know Ghislaine Maxwell and and people that are peripheral to um, you know Weinstein and Epstein and and all of those. They know so much. They're worth something. So you know maybe Tom has you know decided he's going to go state's evidence and and really uh, rat on the rest of his team you know i mean every actor is surrounded with hundreds of people that are either groupies or they're 
you know, makeup artists or there's somebody that's involved in every show that he ever right. did. Right. So, I, I mean, do you think, th does that mean maybe that he's moved to Greece for his own protection or something from the people in Hollywood that might try to kill him and his wife? Well, there is a, a lot of information out there for, you know, New Zealand is actually a much better place to go yeah. or he was found in Australia. Uh, New Zealand doesn't have extradition treaties, but then you've got to get in there. And I think that worldwide there's become a knowledge base that says these are, you know, hot, hot uh, topics here. And unless you want the attention, and this is what I'm reading right now is, is the case that this, um, the president or prime minister of, of Greece is actually sort of like swinging it around like, oh, this is a great thing. We got him in our, you know, our, our city state now and then we're going to have a good time with him. He's probably going to, you know, be able to drink with the uh, richest people there. So there's always yeah, a stratified society. Technically yeah. the treaty, I, I just looked the treaty up. Technically it's the Hellenic Republic, which yeah. I don't, I, whatever government's in there now is not the Hellenic Republic as far as I know. So um, yeah, this could be interesting stuff. And um, if it ever goes down, do you really, if you were to guess, do you see Hanks as one of the first arrests of celebrities and famous news people or not necessarily? I don't see Hanks as being a high ticket asset. I mean, I, I think he probably, his primary friend is probably Spielberg. Yeah, but and, I mean, it would shock people, wouldn't it? I mean, it would be very shocking if nice guy Tom Hanks was arrested for pedophilia, wouldn't it? Uh, I I think shock value would be good, but I'm I'm all for uh, people in the media being taken down first. That's my yeah my really desire because I want to see these people dragged off the set and publicly disgraced. You know for a lot worse than Tom has ever done. I mean, that's a, a hard, you know, barometer. I mean, you you have to do some really disgraceful things to be worse than that. But, uh, you know, there are people that have <clears throat> told uh, out and out lies for a long time in front of the camera. And I think that really flies in the face of of just about everything that we're trying well, to get accomplished. Yeah, certainly truth, justice in the American way, that's for sure. Um, let me, um, you know, I guess when I, when I look at the whole um, Hollywood situation and, and the Hanks situation and, and other people like that, um, it is hard for me to sort of sit there and say to myself, well, gosh, I wonder what would be the biggest, you know, they, Q did say the first arrest will shock you. And I'm trying to think, who, what would be the most shocking um, arrest? And unfortunately, it's not really any of the people that I would like to see arrested. So um, do you have any wild guesses besides just some news person that you think might be the first big one, the first big domino to fall? Well, I'd, I'd really like to see Obama go down. I mean, I, I think that the, the really the interesting news that's recent about this is that, uh, you know, they've discovered that he was not only into all the, horrid things he was as president and, and basically was behind the entire, um, you know, uh, the uh, FISA and uh, FISA and everything about uh, Trump and that he was out there, you know, parading around and, and he actually has a past that is, is, 
it's manufactured. And I suppose I've known about this ever since the beginning of his creation. And, and certainly Juan Osavin has reported on it, but you know, he's entirely, everything about him is false. And he, and Michael, his uh, consort has been, uh, you know, they've created an entirely false story. And I, I just can't think of anything better than to bring that forward and let people really paw through that, you know, uh, resume and uh, just think in terms of how they have been right. pawned. You, you know, know, I mean, I have pictures of him in the White House Oval Office with a little Asian girl on his lap and he's nuzzling her and what uh, her neck in what appears to be a kind of inappropriate way. Um, and then the same little girl is on a boat with him on Lake Como in Italy last year with George Clooney. And there's some kind of disturbing photos that were taken from a distance. And in one, she's, she's taking off her, um, uh, like her overcoat or swimsuit. And you don't know, there's no other pictures whether she's actually got anything on underneath it. Then there's another picture where she's down and only her head is sticking up over the boat. And Obama is looking at the camera and she's got her head turned and looking at the camera. And Clooney appears to be adjusting his pants, like he's zipping his pants up. And so, I mean, I didn't know, I thought his preference was men, not women, but I mean, not little girls. I, I don't know, is it really possible that, I mean, am I crazy to think no. that there's connections there or not? Well, I think that, uh you know, we've got a world where anything goes and uh, certainly it's not out of the realm of anybody's imagination as to what they were doing on that boat together with that kid. I saw those pictures and I just went, you know, this this gets down to- it Makes you sick, doesn't it? True kind of, evil, yeah. Kind of makes I, you sick I, to your stomach when you, I mean, just, uh, yuck. I, I, don't, I don't think of uh, any of those people as having a, a wit of integrity. And it is the case where, you know, since I grew up down there and actually sort of bit, was in the business for many years and I met a lot of these people, um, they, they have two sides. It's like schizophrenia. And, you know, they can be all nice to you and then they're walking around the corner and um, having sex with one of the PAs, you know. It's just, it really is a, a different world. Yeah, Um yeah, you know, that's the thing, or they're walking around the corner, you know, renting a 13-year-old girl from her parents for 25000 like Tom Hanks supposedly did. It's pretty pretty wild stuff. Um, I want to switch gears to the political world a little bit now, if you don't mind. And yeah. recently, um, Congressman John Lewis, who is revered as some sort of civil rights hero, but was, I think, a pretty terrible congressman for decades, uh, four decades, passed away. And I have always believed that John McCain was suicided or suicided himself, you know, like, like in the Godfather two, where they let Frank Pantangeli, you know, ex, you know, commit suicide in return for his family being protected. And I'm wondering if you have any information or know anything about Lewis about whether uh, it was that kind of a situation with him or was he just old and he finally died? Oh, it's it's just a sordid mess. I mean, I, I think of this as being, um, you know, there's a lot of numbers behind everything, and it's just the coincidence that, uh, who is it, that um, there's Williams and Cummings, and, and there's two guys that, that uh, actually were 
happened to die on exactly the opposite months. One died in October and then one died on the 7th of October and the other died on the 10th of July. You know, it's just, it, there's so, just too much about the numbers that so are a little coincidental. Arcane, a little arcane numerology going on there that makes you think. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Okay. It gives you another thought about it because you know, Satan loves his numbers and none of this is done randomly. And a lot of this, you know, people have kind of the prospect of getting jiggy with uh, blood sacrifices because a lot of these folks are, you know, they're met with uh, a choice and that they, that's how they go out because they know they're going to the bad place. And so they might as well sacrifice themselves. You can say help. It's okay to say hell on my show. I, I just, <laughs> no, it's, it's not funny. You know, I mean, these people are sick. It's uh, evil, you know, always comes to mind. So yeah, I, I don't doubt any of that. I mean, it's, uh, I think McCain was definitely, uh, you know, he took the blue juice because he didn't want to be disgraced, his family. And uh, certainly uh, Bush Sr., he wasn't even in the casket supposedly. So yeah, um, which that was, that was pretty interesting that the, if you've ever seen the video, I did a video um, year or two ago after the funeral um, about William, when they were taking the casket out and, and there's all these, of course we saw the little envelopes. We don't really know what was in the little envelopes that key people implicated, including Mike Pence implicated in this stuff. Um, actually, um, you know, uh, were given. And then as they take the casket past the family, Laura Bush, W's wife, shows Jeb Bush something and his, he's got his hand over his heart and he's smiling. And then he just goes, oh, like, and then he looks at Trump with just furious anger. And uh, God, I wish I knew what was on that piece of paper that she showed him. Everybody has uh, got their different uh, suspicions. You know, my favorite one is his, just the the uh, Q word, which is we have it all, you know, and that's that's usually enough to turn people inside out because, you know, even in the case of Laura, she was pretty shocked and she handed that envelope to George and to Jeb, you know, who was standing there. I think that they all have stuff on them that they just didn't think that would ever come out and. You know, at that point in time, um, it, when it was so visible and everything was televised and we have the moving lips, we have the reactions, uh, they just can't hide anymore. See, this is the beauty of the, the time that we're in. And uh, we're, you know, in the 20s and the 30s, it all had to be speculation, but they got by with so much. They didn't yeah. even think about the fact that it could be that they would end up you know, like on Gunner's wife, who uh, right? You know, it does brilliant stuff. We're going to get to her in a minute, yeah. Um, yeah. but I want to ask you another question now. Some of the latest information I have, um, or I've been getting, is people talking about what the Democrats' plan is. I saw, I liked, I saw a lot. There's a psychic guy I like to watch named Ted Mar. He's a sweet guy, and I might be doing a show in a month or two. And he's had the wrong. Q person on. We both know that, but we'll give him a pass yeah. on that because he's got such a good heart. But um, he had a guy on named Simon Parks, who I think is a medium from, uh, from the UK. And he said that he was told that the deep state, the US deep staters, 
believe they're going to win this election, which means they're so stupid they actually believe their own fake push polls, number one. But in the event that they didn't, the plan is that on election night, that all the major mainstream media will declare Joe Biden the winner. And I suspect when he says that, I'm suspecting that they're going to come out with exit polls that are going to show that Joe Biden is, is the winner. And then even if they're not able to pull off the massive voter fraud, that the plan is that they will then, um, all, everybody including Fox News will declare Joe Biden the projected winner, regardless of the returns. And that even when the returns flip and show that Trump is the winner, or God knows we go through what litigation and it's determined that huge amounts of the votes were, were fraudulent and Trump really did win Michigan. Um, that then they'll, they're going to start basically put out, they're going to put the riots on immediately that night if Trump is declared the winner, and that there are UN troops placed all around the country that are going to declare the election null and void under the auspices of the UN, and then try to enforce it militarily. And I, I will say this, I did see some video yesterday of some what looked like Jeeps and Humvees um, U.S. Jeeps, armored Jeeps and Humvees being repainted in U.N. colors. So that's that's the latest, wildest, most deeply concerning thing that is out there right now. And I wanted to, you to maybe uh, comment on that and tell us whether any of that is true or what you know. Well, I certainly wouldn't put it past uh, the deep state. Um, basically, to them, it's just a, uh, it's everything surface. In other words, that, that's about all they can do is just repaint you know, Humvees. They really don't have anything that is of deep-rooted honesty or integrity or truth uh, to run on. So, of course, they can make it look like they are in control and that they're going to, you know, so, so bring you're all saying, this. You're saying that these are going to be fake UN <laughs> Jeeps that are really just full of BLM or Antifa people or something? Is that what they're going well, to do? Well, that's, there's no UN troops that are allowed in this country anymore. I mean, that's the military we have under our control. I mean, I, I don't doubt that they could try to pull something that, you know, ridiculous off and nefarious and is the be, word you're looking for. Yeah. Nefarious. Well, and it is, it's, it's like some people would sort of believe it, you know, mm. I mean, I, I think they could parade it around. But it really is going to take on the, by then, you see, when we, we have the high ground, we have taken over all of these things. And it's obvious that the, the only thing they can do is riot in the streets and basically set things on fire. I, to a degree, we've got troops all over this country that are standing by that have intervened in Portland and in now in Seattle, they just are having some problems as of uh, today and la yeah. last weekend. Um, and Minneapolis is like a non-gainer uh, anymore because they came in and they just, you know, shoved them all out. They jailed them all. Uh, we've, you know, got the leadership of Antifa that have, have been uh, arrested. Um, I just don't know what they're going to have at that point in time. And if we can get a hold of the media, we can just take it all down. And then what I understand is, is possible um, is that the real incident is going to be that the, uh, that the TV stations are all going to get uh, taken 
off the air, so to say, and that we're going to start televising uh, court TV in Gitmo. And so then we have, you know, that we're, we're going to shift everything to so that they just can't play. We can't play with them anymore. Right. Well, let me let me ask you this. If I was the president, this is what I would do. If I knew the scenario was even out there, I, I would take the United States out of the UN. I'd simply declare that we were doing that. I would, I would send in the first airborne. I'd surround the UN. I'd go in. I'd take every single guy out of there. I'd strip them all of their diplomatic credentials. I'd load them onto some cargo planes, fly them to Zurich, and say, hey, guys, bye-bye. Hope, you know, good, good luck getting home. And I would put an end to the UN right now in the United States and just declare, look, we're not, we're not part of this organization anymore. I know there's legal ramifications I'd have to go through, but basically take the stand that the UN is out of the US. And then that, it seems to me, would, which I, by the way, Mr. President, if you're watching, this is a pretty smart idea. It would basically mean that, that the UN would never be accepted or would be viewed as invaders by pretty much everybody, even the left, if they if they did show up after our elections, is that completely nuts? Never going to happen. I'm just. Doing, <laughs> I, I think that's I? a great idea. No, it's it's exactly what. Uh, to be honest with you, it it already is in process. I think that the three groups that basically were a part of the UN that I can say I saw years ago, as far as being trained for those kind of activities um, are the Chinese and um, the Canadians. And then we have the element of um, the Native Americans. Now, this is an, a strange alliance, but this is what is going on right now, is that there has been uh, some activity on the far part of the tribes. And there's this thing happening in Oklahoma that they're really betting the farm on being able to use that land and the, these angry people that are above the law and that that basically are going to be brought in and they're going to do that same sort of thing where they're aligning with this quote unquote UN with all these you know uh, brightly painted white with with blue you know crosses on it. I mean they're going to be so obvious that. And you think about Oklahoma, that's in the heartland. And, you know, 99% of the people in the heartland here are armed to the yeah. teeth. And yeah. so I don't cool. know what they think they're going to do, but they may try this because this is kind of like they're, especially after Trump is elected, you know, he's going to be elected, like you've said, in every state in the union. And, um, you know, it'll be so overwhelming. And at that point in time, too, that there's not going to be any way for them to declare anything fraudulently. You know, the thing that really happened recently is um, you've heard of the continuity of the states, right? Right. Um, yeah. So, and um, it was kind of a, um, a situation that Pelosi started speaking about. And, you know, this is something that I don't think he people even know about. But there was something that uh, occurred during Lyndon Johnson's um, presidency where he, he basically uh, formed a committee that would be a, um, it would fail back to that committee when things went into chaos. And 
So uh, good old Nancy is, is hoping to throw that into the arena of this um, particular process that then would put in question all of the elections. I mean, basically to the point that nobody would be elected. So that's always a possibility. But number one, they've, they're getting the Chinese out of the country. I mean, uh, you know, God bless them or whatever, but you know, they've got such problems, they're not gonna be here. And then uh, Canada, we closed the Northern border and that has really affected their entire circuitry so that they're not able to come down here like, you know, they used to. Um, and then you look at the Native Americans and they've got a huge problem right now. So that's something that I've been working on and um, I'm about to, to put a report together on that because um, it's about time that uh, we were able to go on to their land and, and do some real live investigations. And the FBI now is um, you know, able to do that. So you know, if they try anything like this, we're gonna be standing right at the, the border of the res and just say, Where, what do you guys think you're doing? It's it's not, you know. Again, they're they're setting up. Try it's a straw dog. It's a straw man kind of thing, and I don't think they're going to get away with it. So you're you're saying that um, in, in your there is actually, and I I thought that the sort of the whole election will end up being voided is one of their dark secret ugly plans that is that really what pelosi has up her sleeve well that's what the continuity of the states is all about it's where you're able to use um this regulation that was set up that was about keeping the deep state in operation in this country i mean that's the whole reason that it was instigated was that they they knew that at some point somebody would get you know wise to their uh, their process, which is basically all the, you know, it's, it's all delusion, it's all fantasy, it's, it's making things look good with, you know, for the, them to be able to steal from us and turn us all into slaves. So, you know, that has not been discussed openly, except that they meet ever so often and they actually talk amongst themselves. So, you know, this is not something that is really, um, yeah, you know, a fantasy thing. It's, I'd, I'd, it's I'd like to be happening. like to be in on some of those conversations. Well, that's that's fascinating oh, yeah. because because I have a couple of friends that are remote viewers. I know you do that too, and one of two of them have said, "I'm not even sure I see an actual election mm -hmm. taking place in November. Like there won't be an election." And I'm like, "Really? That's that's pretty weird. That's pretty weird." So I would fit with that scenario actually. Well, okay. and that's the other side of this is uh, we've talked about is the Gasara Nasara thing that um, yeah. actually was brought up. And I heard some rumors, this is really good, that, um, that there were pictures taken at the site in, um, at Rushmore uh, over the 3rd, 4th, and 5th, and that somebody got a picture of somebody standing up on the top of uh, Teddy Roosevelt's head. And uh, there's just this delicious rumor going around that that was JFK Jr. So maybe he did show up there and maybe holy. also, <laughs> I know. I was holy like, crap, I haven't seen that. I gotta find that, really. That's, well, me too. It's like, I just got told this the other day and I, so I, I will be scouring uh, the uh, 
picture files and see what people have because I had a lot of people there and boots on the ground that that took pictures but um, you know it I guess was a distinct possibility so we're uh, that would be and it was announced about the uh, you know the and and the, you if you take apart uh, Trump's speech that he gave it was just a marvelous speech and you know part of that was about the um, the uh, continuation of the republic and and i think we could count on that now again it's a part of those particular processes which again we're going through this over and over again but the 120 days we just passed the 100 days by the way um so 120 days from uh, the fifth yeah and then you get to the election and basically the election no matter what happens they'll have to hold one again right because because so many uh, because uh, under Nasara, it's under the old long, uh, old constitution, the original constitution, and people that have uh, titled are are titled can't be in the Congress, and seventy percent of the Congress are lawyers who are esquires, so they're out. So you have to, you know, we'll have yes. to have another election again in in April or something like that. So. Well, and uh, so this puts it into a situation where everything is it's like. Trump isn't eliminated in any way. He's, he maintains the governance and he maintains the presidency. So again, we're talking about a lot of things that's going on behind the scenes. The other one is the, of course, the elimination of admiralty law, yeah. which um, is, is really huge. And most people aren't aware of even the difference between what has been the law of this land and you know, what has flown as far as, you know, and I don't get it, want to get into it very deeply, but then um, I do um, have some folks that I work with that have said that it's going to be a major change. And um, those particular processes are already been uh, in the courts and, and that's going to create a lot of, um, of uh, interest in terms of being able to then hold an election, you know, that's legal. Right, right. So. Okay, I got to shift gears here. We don't have all night, so I want to shift gears to a couple other things um, before we get we get going. Um, one of them is that the gunner's wife put up another video, and what she did is she lip read President Trump on the night of the election in 2016. When he came on stage with uh, Ivanka, who I think personally is the most gorgeous woman on the planet, to be honest with you, um, Melania and Barron. And as they got up there and he, you know, he's clapping and with everybody and he's standing there and he looks to Melania and he says something to the effect of, I can't believe it's like I'm peering through your time machine. And literally, you, you can't mistake peering through your time machine. He says it to Melania. And of course, there's these stories about Baron Trump tra time traveler, which seems silly, but there appears to be a book from the 1800s. I'm not sure if it's been discredited yet, but about uh, somebody named Baron Trump. So do you know anything well, about that? And, and yeah, does that technology exist? And, and what could he be talking oh. about there? Well, this is, I'm glad you're a conspiracy theorist. I get in a lot of trouble when I yeah, hey, yeah. with my science people, but you know, I, 
I really do think that uh, there's there are distinct possibilities that we can go certainly in terms of a um, a space-time continuum and um, shift gears, if you will, into different um, dimensions. And uh, you know, this is this has been somewhat proven. I think that um, there's there's a lot of scientific fact that is now coming out about uh, some of the work that um, has been done in a lot of these secret labs. Um, you know, certainly they're biologically they've done a lot of crazy things and, and I, I don't put it past them that they actually do have working uh, reverse engineered, you know, uh, time portal. So, so yeah, I mean, well, but I mean, do you think he could have literally, it's like, you know, there's, we've all heard about Project Looking Glass, which is this rumored yes. project to, of a, into time travel. Do you think he really could have used some device like that? And and look through it to see what would happen if he ran for president. I mean, it, it, you think that I I don't understand. I don't know what else he could be talking about. Yeah. On stage, well, if that's not uh, it. Seeing through her eyes, I I think that this is the key. Is that, and it's funny because this was just a conversation not too long ago. But um, you know, women actually have a process of perception that uh, men really can't quite understand i mean we're able to to peer through things and i know it happens for myself and it happens to a lot of other uh, you know typically these you know women that have been into the the arts so to say is that mm -hmm. they will you know things will shift and and um you can look backwards and forwards and sideways and the tesseract where you're sitting was a great sort of um discussion about that because it yeah. was the uh you know in in the movie um that uh, you know that the guy got trapped in it and the one on that had all the keys was his daughter on the other side and and she was the one that had to you know to solve the problem right scientifically but and it was also a part of um interstellar that uh i put up on frequency of the earth for my first module on the Schumann and I called it time. And it's uh, basically about that, that process that we're going through right now where we're trying to understand what time really is. Is it a part of the program that we have to understand in a scientific way or does it fail back to a, a, a process of love, of heart, of understanding, right. Of, right. of stuff that's, that's kind of esoteric. I mean, you, you get into that and it really makes you start to think that anything is possible. Yeah, it's funny you should mention the Schumann Residence, looking at my, my new picture background. Um, and it's not funny, it was all very well staged and planned. But, um, you know, <laughs> the, thing, the one thing that really disappointed me at that point in that movie was, was he said, the line where he says, oh, the only thing that can travel across the dimensions is, and my brain knew exactly what the right line was, and the word is love. And he said gravity. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is what happens when you deal with these NASA physicists. You get some stupid dialogue like that. But speaking of the Schumann resonance, I know you wanted to talk about that this time around a little bit. So why don't I just kind of let you... Um, let you go with the train of thought you were on, explain to people a little bit what the Schumann Residence is and where you think it's taking us. This is really a study that has just, 
consumed me um, for the last couple of years because I see in it something that is really hard to um, explain. And the number one thing is to start to interpret it so that you know what you're looking at. And um, the thing that I really have become fairly well versed at is pulling out the various um, hertz rates. And uh, the amplitudes, which of course is a different chart um, than the one that's behind you right now, Mike, is um, capable of going way up above 40 hertz, which is the magnitude that is on the what we call the resonance chart. So yeah, I didn't um, I didn't put that part of the chart up. I just didn't because that's fine. That was so this much visually, Yeah, this is visually prettier than the other. And one. that's what the other it one's is. just a graph, yeah. right? Exactly. And it's just, a, you know, it, it's lines in, and you think of it, well, that's pretty boring, but uh, it does give you a lot of information. And that's what, uh, you know, has established itself in terms of our, what we call our brainwave states. And this is where it gets really interesting because a lot of what, you know, I have grabbed out of this is, is doing the research behind what various brainwave states are capable of and, and how it is our brain works. So, because all of this is kind of new science, but they, you know, they're able to, uh, to describe these states. And uh, I really love the flow state, which I, you know, coincidentally, um, you know, saw that Q put up in terms of a series of, of uh, videos that have been done. But uh, flow state is that moment where you're going through life. You're maybe, you're um, coming down a ski slope and all of a sudden just everything disappears except for you and those skis and the snow. And you're so in the moment, you're so consumed with that, that feeling and everything, nothing else exists. And that's exactly where we wanna be when we are managing our bodies in this particular realm here, the 3D, where we can actually start to feel and we, we can think without having a lot of clutter in our minds. The monkey mind kind of just is washed away and uh, we become connected with everything. It's like you can hear, I mean, it sounds silly, but you can hear animals actually talk to you. There's people that have used that for, you know, communication with horses and dogs. And Well, yeah, and I have a, I have a wonderful pet, pet psychic named Denise Zach who helped me out so right. much this past weekend when Aurora was very sick. Yes. They gave her a, gave her a, a pain medication that, that made her hyperactive for almost 24 hours. Poor little thing couldn't sleep. She couldn't sit still. It was, if you've ever had, um, if you've ever had like uh, restless leg syndrome, it was like that right. a thousand times over. Poor little thing. And she was invaluable to me and she can already do it. It would be great if I could really communicate with, um, mm -hmm. with my pets uh, better. I would really love that. Also, I wanted to tell you something. There's just, as we were doing this, I just got an update, uh, live breaking news, which will be several days after this already happened. But apparently, according to some people, Greece and the United States do have a bilateral extradition treaty, but only for non-Greek citizens. Greek citizens, apparently Greece will not allow them to be extradited. So that, that does close that loop and means that Tom Hanks, if he's now a Greek citizen, cannot or will not be ex extradited back to the US. And there is a picture of him, pretty clear picture of him with what looks like a, an ankle bracelet on. So what do you think of that? Yeah. Well, the thing that uh, you know occurs to me is that, gee whiz, uh, who's surprised? You know, I mean, he's 
he's a pretty um, wealthy individual. He could buy his freedom anywhere that he wanted to. And um, he can manipulate people. That's, that's how these folks have survived as long as they have. Is well, he can, unless the US dollar collapses, in which case then his money becomes worthless. So why not, you know, we could do some, start doing some things like that because we all know there's gonna be a currency reset, a financial reset, and we're gonna have a new currency that's backed by something. So, yeah. um, you yeah, know, I, I just thought it'd be a great way to catch a lot of these people. If you we know the kind money, of crash the dollar. So exactly, and and I, I've said for a long time one of the one of the uh, Q team, um, you know, research projects is uh, following back how money is working, and you know that's been a lot of this, Mike, as to why we've seen it just go on and on because we're doing research in the background that is is going into people's bank accounts we're seeing who's writing the checks we're we're doing a backtracking and it and it really is it's worldwide so you know this is something that we, we can see how it plays out but it might get very interesting on the financial markets in greece here quickly <laughs> yeah that would be that would be interesting wouldn't it um you know yeah. i don't know if you i don't know how much he converted to greek um but if he, you know, if he's agreed to make payments and suddenly the dollar wasn't worth as much and the Greek currency isn't worth, God, it's worth practically nothing. Um, could be, could get very interesting for Tom Hanks in Greece. They might not protect him. It's God, it's an interesting scenario we just came up with. So back to the Schumann yeah. residence. Um, you sent me a crystal and a crystal pyramid uh, last week. Very nice gift. Thank you so much. And I have been having a lot of dreams. I put them next to my bed and I've been having a lot of dreams lately. Most of them very pleasant. Some of them a little not so pleasant, but um, very vivid. And I'm remembering big chunks of them, whereas I normally don't. Is that an effect of the Schumann resonance or, or is it just a general lifting of all the energy on the earth right now? Well, I'll tell you what's going on with those particular pieces I sent you. I sent you a, a selenite plate and a Schumann, or a uh, Shungite, which is very connected to the Schumann. Um, mm -hmm. It's for grounding, and mm -hmm. it actually is, uh, it eliminates a lot of the superficial Wi-Fi and, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the stuff that bothers us that's coming in through our computers and, you know, the stuff from the antennas, the cell towers. So, you know, that's what really is happening, is that you're, you're just being cleared out. You see, that's, ah, and, and so okay. with that protection around you, which is really exactly why I sent that to you, because I said, you know, that's what you need. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you're experiencing this clarity, you're remembering your dreams, you're, you know, you're having your, uh, you're sleeping better perhaps, you know. Seems um, like it. Yeah, seems like it, although it's been really stuffy and hot here and I don't have an air conditioner yeah. in my bedroom, so it hasn't been too good. But yeah, the other day, uh, David Bowie wrote a new song and asked me what I thought of it. And, uh, and I said, it kind of reminds me of the old Ziggy Stardust thing. And uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, well, yeah, I kind of put that in the past. And I was like, yeah, mm. I, I know. But, you know, I mean, I think Ziggy really resents that. <laughs> it feels like it was a weird dream. But the song, I can't remember the song. And I'm not a musical person at all. I mean, I love music, yeah. but I can't create it. But it was, it was just really pleasant. Like, I was just kind of chatting with him and telling him he should kind of go ahead and finish the song. And it sounded really, really wonderful. It was weird. Well, there, there, not yeah. the kind of dream I ever have. That's interesting. You know, and that, 
I do have to speak about the Schumann in this regard because I, I have, and it's so good to hear this from you, but you know, the thing that it helps out because we do have a, a, a Hertz rate that's coming in that we can hear and it is called gamma brainwave state. And this particular thing is on the other side. Okay, alpha is from three to eight to, to 13. And then uh, you have beta brainwave state, which goes from 13 to 30 hertz. Beta is where we all spend our time. It's very agitated. It's good for doing small tasks, but it's basically where all of us get these anxiety attacks. It's everything in there that is actually the rate at a lot of our our devices that we have coming in, which is, it just makes everything worse. So if we can leap over that, which is really what I've been trying to explain on the Schumann for a while, is that we can get to 30 and above there, we start to actually hear stuff at that rate. And mm -hmm. it is very sweet. It's a very sweet sound. I have some tuning forks that I work with and they're Schumann tuned and it, it's another item that I've, I've uh, advised people to purchase to, to entrain their brain. You can take these things and you just make them ring and then you put it right on your forehead. <laughs> and it's like the, the oddest thing, then your brain keeps vibrating at this uh, 93.96 Hertz rate after it stops ringing. And it's like, oh my God, it's the sweetest sound you can ever hear. And yeah. so that's what's coming in on the Schumann um, from time to time. And uh, that is also what I have been, you know, trying to explain to folks that, that this is what we're capable of, is managing and uh, enhancing, if you will, our own brave wave state to be able to basically control the area that we have been bound to work within yeah. and with the addition of something like selenite and with uh, shungite which is a a very amazing uh, you can use it in water you can charge water with it you can wear it as a pendant um, you know it's it's a situation that really enhances your ability to connect with those gamma brain waves Interesting. So that's that's what's you know. Well, it certainly, it certainly seems to be working in in my case. That yeah, you know, things have definitely shifted since I, I got the gifts and put them uh, put them next to my bed. Right, I mean, right next that's to my cool. head where I sleep. And yeah. I really look forward to the time when I'll be able to talk to my cats and dogs. That would be great. <laughs> that well, would be great. There would be no doubt in Barkley's mind when we were taking him to the park. You know, that would be great. So. Well, and that that takes a, a you know a little bit of. Uh, concentration and different people get there in different ways but mm -hmm. uh you know it's uh it's really kind of fun to to think of that as something that's possible yeah yeah okay so um what else did you want to talk about today anything else on your agenda on your plate that you'd like to get out to people and and re i mean tell them how to connect with the human residents meditations any any advice anything you want to talk to them about well, what I started on the Schumann, and I'm on the probably the third or fourth day now, is a thing called the Schumann University. And I'm, I just got this feeling that there, I've got 10,000 um, members in my group now. And that was a real significant day for me because the 10,000 is a, uh, it's a biblical and it's also was in the Shaolin that we 
We have um, 10,000 Shaolin warriors that are right outside of our sphere that we can ask for help if we are in trouble. And I've had that experience many times, but it's also a significant uh, leap in terms of consciousness. And that is, uh, it's really worthy in terms of coming down and getting to be a part of the group because uh, we deal with this like science and that um, I'm exploring it from all the, the various uh, charts and graphs and the things that I reference. And I just put up an article today that was fascinating. It was a scientific paper that um, showed the, uh, the correlation between the Schumann and um, our, our um, pulse and our blood pressure. And, you know, it, it's like, wow, they're actually coming up with studies yeah. and, uh, you know, giving you an idea that, yes, we are affected by that. It's well, just that's, like, that's good because I, I could use my blood pressure being a little bit lower and I would like yeah. to not have to take medication to handle that. So that would be good. Well, and that would be, I think that's going to be possible. I think, um, you know, we've broached the subject before, um, Mike, about the... Uh, the what's coming in the future yeah. um we are going to be moving into a time as soon as we can defeat the deep state where we're going to bring forward all of the uh tesla technology we're going to have so. the ability to um and we already they're already in existence as far as i've been told is the uh med beds and that what the med bed is amazingly enough and i actually I learned this in the oddest way possible, but um, it's a combination of frequency along with what's called uh, prima matra, which is uh, a um, prime matter. And it actually is coming in right now from the, co the cosmic rays or the gamma radiation that's uh, coming into our realm that is affecting all of us. Um, it's not gamma brainwave state, it's gamma rays, and it's very, very high frequency, but it does carry, and it says in that article, I mean, it's just another thing that's correlated with the magnetics, and this is a, it's the combination of stuff that's going on right now is uh, stunning, because we're beginning to understand how the electromagnetic field is all around us it's around the earth and it's something that is around us too individually we have an iron core that has to do with the blood and the blood has iron in it we all know that yeah. and that we can create these torus fields around us for many many reasons i mean it's something i am experimenting with every day it's pretty phenomenal what we are capable of we have just been so suppressed and I think I just want to bring this, this hope to people is that if we can really get the, the plugging into all of this uh, and we can accomplish so much individually, we literally can live exactly how we want to. We create our own destiny, if you will. And that's not being woo-woo. That's science. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I talked, I talked to a friend, person I know, uh, yesterday, and he, he, you know, he went to Mount Shasta and, and met, you know, Admiral Akbar from the Palladians or something and went inside a ship and, and uh, they went through the whole thing where, you know, each person was given a, a health miracle 
if they if it's they ask Ashtar, me, like, not Akbar. Ashtar. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, it's a different name than that. It's uh, but um, okay. Go ahead. You know, and they all, and according to my friend, everybody, you know, one person, Tad, I think wanted his, uh, he wanted his eyesight better and he woke up and it was better. And I'm like, God, you know, I'd give a lot just to have the body back I had on my 50th birthday. Not that I'm older than 50. I'm still only 50 years old. But, um, you know, I, I was like, well, I weighed 183 pounds. The hair was thicker. I felt great. I didn't have this numbness in my left leg from the pinched nerve. I'm like, I saw a gallbladder. I could drink a lot. I mean, I'm like, hey, this is where I, that's, most people would probably pick 30 or 25. I'm picking 50 because I was like, I was primo then. So hopefully Mm -hmm. this is the kind of thing we can dial back when we get the actual med bed technology. We can do that kind of thing. And and then I think we could probably, all of us could probably live a thousand years before we had an accident or something that got us. Don't you think? Right. And this is something that's, been confirmed by many, many folks. In fact, you can talk with Ted Marr about that because I understand that he has actually done some programs that that basically say that, you know, it it is possible. It was possible in the past. You know, it's it's in the Bible. Yeah, a lot if, you of believe, these if you believe the Bible, most of these guys yeah. lived eight, nine hundred years. So, yes. and I think part of that, I did some research in a book I did called Ancient Aliens and Secret Societies. Where there is an argument, there used to be a heavy water vapor canopy over the earth, that there was no rain, there were no rainbows, that there was sort of this wet dew that existed on everything, especially in the mornings, and that basically that protected us from a lot of the harmful radiation from the sun, and so consequently our DNA was stronger, didn't get degraded, and we lived eight or 900 years. So, uh, you know, people try to slam the water can, the water vapor canopy argument, but I think it's entirely plausible. Maybe you should, maybe we can ask some of our friends if that's really a true scenario or not. Well, and that uh, does kind of speak to some incidental situations that I have about having lived in Seattle under a gray canopy for many years. I mean, when people see me, they hardly can believe that I'm as old as it says on my birth certificate. And okay, so maybe I have good genes too, but it's also, I have no maladies. I'm not on any medication. I, I, I can move, I can ride horses, I can do whatever I want to do. And I don't even think twice about it. Whereas I see other women that are my age and they're just old and wrinkled and, you know, horribly degraded as far as their joints and their, yeah you know you there's know. there's actually there's a great meme out there and it shows two women at 70 years old one of whom's a vegan and one of whom's a meat eater and believe me the meat eater looks a hell of a lot better than the vegan woman um and doesn't seem like yeah. she's aged at all and i think yeah good genetics is important i mean i i think i certainly look younger than my age uh and i always have and we're just maybe we're just lucky in that sense but it but again if if your DNA could be optimized and aligned with your proper frequencies, I don't see any reason why you couldn't continue to re- rejuvenate. Um, oh yeah, for a long, indefinitely. Long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's one of my favorite programs that uh, Juan did a while ago about the uh, the fact that each one of our DNA strands are basically composed of two t- tuning forks, yeah. and that we all have our own frequency, and that when we find that you know, sort of companionship where we have a like frequency, a lot of times that's also something that strengthens people is finding their 
perfect mate, so to say, and being able to resonate together and have the same thoughts mm-hmm. and, you know, do telepathy and, and uh, all these things are possible. I mean, I, it's not only just a theory, it's a reality. So, yeah. you know, I hope I can show other folks that what the potential is and, yeah. You know, yeah. with- well, you, you know, certainly done pioneering work with uh, the Schumann Resonance. And I think there's no question that you have a you have a bright future as far as that goes. And um, and yeah, if the, if the medical breakthroughs come through early next year, I think we're all going to be in in uh, pretty good shape to, to live a long time here on this planet. Mm-hmm. I, somebody told me, psychic told me, yeah, you were so excited to get here and get into this life so that you could... Uh, you could you could be here when they they basically conquered death for a thousand years or so, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's one of the reasons uh-huh. I came here. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to being well, 30 again. and that's exactly it, Mike. That we're all here because we wanted to be here. We are in paradise, yep. and don't for a minute anybody ever think that that isn't the case. It's just that we've had a war with the uh, the devil, with mm-hmm. Satan himself, and because it isn't in his best interest for us to be happy, everything that we can be. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we've flushed them out of their layers. I think that's the big thing that people can start to see now is that uh, we cleaned out the tunnels. We've got a lot of their, their bio labs, um, you know, destroyed. We've, we've done a lot of work here behind the scenes that, folks aren't particularly aware of but we flushed them out and now it's playing out on the surface so yeah you know i mean the more the merrier as far as coming to a consciousness about this because you see what what we can do as individuals everybody says well what can i do how can i help you know Mm -hmm. you you can go into this with this positive attitude is to say i'm going to hold myself in alpha brainwave state and they just will cease to exist because as soon as we can heighten the base level of the earth from 7.83 just up a little bit and it's starting to get there above eight and and again they're having a lot of difficulty being able yeah. to function. Yeah, it's just, and, uh, it, it become the frequency becomes so uncomfortable for them that they can't stand it. It just it's it's almost like what happened to Aurora, where they're just like, oh, I, I got to get out of here, because yeah. they're just it's just not a place where they're comfortable anymore. So they will stay down at the lower levels, and we will move to the the higher levels. I guess I wish I'd known all this stuff when I wrote the choice. That would have that would have made it any. any well, better. you got another book in the works, and I certainly will be a ghostwriter for you. So. Yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> we that's can... good because really what keeps me from doing other books right now is I'm just burned out with writing, and I'm just so t- I just want to take a nice break and not write any long treatises there for you a go. while. So well, Jesus. and I I started a new project that is going to be kind of interesting that um, I'm doing in association with Franz Glass. So I'll give him a plug here for the Ruby Ray media. Um, he has right now on Facebook, a group called um, fight the freaks. And, uh, and it's really kind of a format for him and his associate uh, Donald who lives over in um, Switzerland that uh and, and they're working on an entirely new concept of a media group that is going to have everything that Facebook is now only in the light instead of in the darkness. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of worth looking into and, you know, it's just a, a baby thing going on right now, but yeah. as it grows, um, there's going to be more and more folks that 
will go there and have pages and have groups and and it'll be an archive place and that's what i'm starting to uh work on is an yeah. archive for the programs that i've got a great interest in which is um you know I'll, i won't say it quite yet but we we are you know sort of in that infancy and you've got the group uh you know real deal media right. as well so right. we're the new we're the news end of things so yeah that's right and yeah, it's very important all right. Well, I think we have probably occupied the attention spans to the maximum of most of our viewers. So I guess, uh, I guess I'm, I'm, if you don't have anything else that's super urgent, you want to get out, I'm about ready to wrap this up. And, um, and I just like to thank you again for being my guest. You will be on again. We will do this more frequently. I think it would be great to do this once a week, really. Yeah. But you know how I am. Sometimes I get in a bad mood and I don't want to do anything. So well, that's what we're going to try, Mike, is to keep you in a better mood. So, okay. you know, that's that's my goal. And I just am so happy to hear that that the little thing I sent you and, and that uh, make sure you wear that uh, pendant. Too. Yeah, I haven't got that on, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll add that to uh, it. Because, you know, your personal protection, and I just got to say, this is their tools. You know, we, we have to think of Well, I've got a nine things. millimeter I use for personal protection. I know. <laughs> I wore that today to the park when I took Barkley by myself. So, yeah. Oh, my. Are you, it's that bad over in Seattle. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's that bad, but I, I think it's prudent. I mean, certainly a few months ago, I never would have thought of bothering when I took Barkley to the park. I mean, it's a little weird when you go a little bit deep into the woods and you're not, you know, even though there's houses around this park. Now, I just like, you never know who you're going to run into. So, yeah. You well, know. and I, I have to, to say, you, I think you showed this because I sent it to you. It's a little Buddha that's in the, uh, the offering hand position, and it yeah. says, no mosque. <laughs> and then yeah. it says, the immunity in me recognizes the immunity in you. Oh. And I, I do believe that that particular uh, meme is very important for people to understand because it is far more important for us to gain immunity than it is to somehow isolate ourselves in some way fearfully and yep. uh, suspiciously from something that doesn't exist. Yeah, so, especially this fake COVID crisis. It is, and you going. guys are doing a great job on that. I really appreciate it because um, the more that we can get out the truth, um, you know, the more of a chance that we have to really maximize what it is we have in each of us that can create our own uh, immunity, our own wavelength, our own uh, brain state, stay away from agitation, uh, try to control your emotions, and uh, keep your uh, good humor. Because uh, the more that we can make fun of things, you know, <laughs> that you see things in a meme, I think it's one of the greatest things about the, uh, the Q yeah, uh, folks, the memes. Is they just yeah, the left can't meme. The left, meme. left can't meme because A, they're not funny, and B, it has to be true to really be an effective meme. And it's also a way to overcome the uh, Facebook, uh, you know, sort of search process. Yeah. They still haven't found anybody that could do that. I, that makes me laugh. They were looking for, oh, they're working for people on it. that could crack memes. It's like, oh, God. They so, are working on it. I just heard today, this is another thing, there's a bunch of programs out there that I'll, I'll send you. I, I sent you one that was really pretty. I haven't amazing. watched it yet, but it's on yeah, the list. Yeah, do watch that. Probably, yeah. And then uh, an, Serial Brain 2 is back. 
And uh, we've got a whole bunch of new information out there that's, that's really um, very strong in terms of our, our winning this war. And I think that's, you know, that's a good thing. We've got to think of it as being winnable instead of going about with, you know, the, the bad stuff that might happen and the things right. that are going to go wrong, you know. Right. Uh, when you hear about their dark plans, it, yeah. it makes you it makes you scared and angry and frustrated. So, yeah. And just stay away from that because the more that, that that's all they have left. Again, they, they can paint those Humvees, but they can't create them in their image to uh, do anything against us. We have to realize that it's like a movie set. And that's, that's my greatest contribution to this moment in time is to say, when you start to think about everything as being, um, created for a scene. In other words, that's what they've done. They, you know, Sandy Hook. Right. They're trying to appear far more powerful than they really are. I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they're creating a false reality. Right. I right. used to work in theater, and one of my favorite moments was at the end of the show. We had did our last show, and that night we would all get out our hammers, and we would just take that set down. <laughs> It was like so cathartic, you know, you, you yeah. just get to the point where you can take anything that is happening in your life and you can just beat the snot out of it on that stage, you know, and that, uh, I mean, I, if, if you think of that as a moment, then you get it out of you and then the next day you go out and it's a beautiful day because you've, you've really finished that chapter, you know, uh -huh. you've finish that show you're at the point where you can you know destroy it and of course the set designer always said well you know keep that door i like that door yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know okay so we're gonna well, let's, keep um, the souvenirs but yeah. let's move on yeah. yeah let's end on that note it's a beautiful day let's end on that note it's and i'd like day. to thank you again my guest candace whitelight today on a thank special you. weekend edition of Real Deal Reports, and you will be back again, I promise you. It's great to have you on, and it's great to talk to oh, you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Mike. Have a great evening. Okay, bye. Bye now. You've been listening to The Real Deal Report. Come see more at our website, realdealmedia.com.